Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime Podcast. I'm MC, and I have another special guest with me today, Bile Benjamin. How are you doing today? I am doing great. I'm doing better because I'm with you. Oh, <laughs> um, hey, sometimes that works. So uh, tell the audience a little about what you do, about yourself, and where they can find you on social media slash website. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, again, my name is Lyle Benjamin, and I'm actually the founder of three nonprofit organizations. Um, and I didn't start out wanting to change the world. I just wanted to repay a debt. Because when I was growing up, I had a very rough childhood. I started working when I was 11 years old just to get out of the house. And I met a lot of people who took an interest in me when they didn't have to. So I wanted to you know, repay that debt and I knew I couldn't do it directly. So I went to law school in order to help people and found out that I was really naive. The profession wasn't about helping people. So I went into business instead. And you know, when you're in business, there's basically, and if you make money as an entrepreneur, there's two things you do with it. There's real estate, which was always a pain in my, you know what? And there's investments. So I did both. And the problem is that doesn't matter how smart you are, doesn't matter you know what your background is, you can't control the markets. So you don't earn money in the stock market. You either win it or you lose it. And I won money, but I lost money. It's a gamble. I ended up losing six figures and I couldn't afford to do that. I got two kids that were going to college eventually. So I started to investigate you know, why we don't know how money works. You know, we all go to school for 12 years, sometimes 16, sometimes longer. And we're never really taught anything except what really Wall Street wants us to know. So I started to investigate. I became a financial advisor and I learned a lot about what people can do and what they shouldn't be doing, right? If they want to have a rock solid financial future. So that's a little that's bit about my background. And I'd love to share some information, you know, with your audience so they don't fall into the same traps that I did. True. And where can I find you on social media? On social media, uh, you can find me through LinkedIn uh, is a real great one. Just, you know, with my name, um, my I um, one of my nonprofits is called Planned Acts of Kindness. So you can find me through our website, plannedacts.org. Um, you can find me through LyleBenjamin.com as well. Um, and, you know, we have things on Facebook and, and, and whatnot, but it's really better to go through the websites. Oh, and the main website um, for this is called TheWorkingDead.us. Oh, Workingdead.us because that's not where we want to be except on the website. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. So with this particular episode of MC Anime, we're talking about alternative investments in the finance sector. Lyle Benjamin is going to talk about that category, what you should do, what you should not do, what you, you know, be worried about. It's going to come from like the concern side, so that's where he's coming from. And uh, before we get into that, you can go to Podcast Media, like you're going Apple Podcasts. We also on the www.mcandmepodcast.com, and you can join us on the crowdfunding Patreon. 
put the blog into the anime tag and become in the anime community. Without further ado, let's get into alternative investments and the finance sector. So, what is alternative investments and how do they look like? Well, the thing is that, you know, most people are told, hey, if you you know if you really want to get wealthy you got to put money into the stock market and then later it became you got to put money into bitcoin and things like this but these are really um volatile investments and the thing is that i don't know if you remember a couple of years ago when the government shut down there were 700,000 federal employees that were furloughed for a time and within 2 weeks to 4 weeks they couldn't even afford groceries let alone pay their rent in other words living paycheck to paycheck and these are people who have you know benefit plans through the government okay so the thing is that we i feel as you know uh middle class population lower middle class right shouldn't be doing risky investments until we have our foundation secure. So, what do you need to have your foundation secure? One is <clears throat> where you put your money, it has to be safe where you can't lose it. When you put it into the market, it's not safe. You can lose it. So, if you have a benefit plan at work like a 401k or a 403b if you're working for a nonprofit or a 457 plan if you're working for the government, when you put that money in every paycheck every 2 weeks, that money is at risk. Okay? So, one thing is <clears throat> you should get safety. Two, you should get guaranteed growth. When it goes into your 401k or if you're doing investments on the side, the growth that you do get is actually on paper that money is not your money until you pull it out and if you pull it out too early from your benefit plan at work you're going to get hit with a penalty and you're going to get hit with taxes so the thing is we recommend that you put it into places where any growth that you get on an annual basis gets converted to your principal and what's the number one rule of your principal you're protected against loss so you can never lose that money and then if your growth is based on what you have in your principal then it allows that money to compound and grow faster than what you're putting it into the market which only grows if the market goes up and up and we all know that's not the way the market works no. market goes up it goes down it goes up okay So you get safety, you get growth. Now, another aspect that you need is protection. Because you can go ahead and you can be out of work because of <laughs> because of a pandemic. You can be out of work because the company right has right some difficulty with supply chain with customer, you know, with whatever, right? So the thing is that you've got to have access to some money in order to weather those times. And of course if something happens to you where you're laid up for a long period of time you need protections for that also. So the plan should include that type of protections as well as god forbid something really happens where you're no longer going to be able to provide for your family 
there's got to be an insurance protection also. Finally, when you need the money, the fourth component to your foundation is you should be able to pull it out at any age without penalties. You should be able to go ahead and pull it out because you need it and not have 30, 40, 50 percent of it taken by the government for taxes. Because what the government is banking on is by the time you're ready to pull it out when you retire, the tax rate is going to be higher. And if you think that you're pulling out $30,000 a year, you might be only pulling out $15,000 after the government is done taking their hand from your pockets. And that $15,000 difference is going to make all the difference in your quality of life. So we have programs through our nonprofit association with financial companies, billion dollar companies, where we'll go into your company, your faith-based organization, your school, and even to you directly, and we'll analyze what you currently are doing, what you could do for the future, and And then give you illustrations of where you can get that safety, that growth, that protection, and that tax advantage. Because you know what? It's written into the tax code. The thing is, you don't know about it because it was written by the rich for the rich. That's what they go ahead and use. And they don't put in the same amounts that we do. They go ahead and put in literally millions so they can get back hundreds of millions of dollars tax free that they can use for whatever they want. So we make the same programs available to everybody. But if you go to those billion dollar companies that you're already familiar with, they're not going to give you the plans. Because 99% of the people who work there don't even know about them because they don't deal with the rich. And the company doesn't want to put in the time and the effort to deal with people like you and I who are only putting in a little bit on a monthly basis. So if you contact us through the workingdead.us, right, and if you want to go ahead and have us introduce the program, right, to your workplace or, you know, to your faith-based organization, we'll be more than happy to do it. Right. We don't charge you for anything that we do on your behalf. If you like what we recommend, you pay those companies, those billion dollar companies directly. This is part of our nonprofit mission. So other financial advisors aren't going to give you the education. They're going to charge you for what we call a financial needs analysis. They're not going to set it up and do it for your company for free. We'll go ahead and handle all of that. All right. So with that, that's pretty good. The basics of alternative investment. So I guess one final question. What is the structure to alternative investments to make sure it's safety and secure for the populace? Well, the thing is, it's actually following uh, the government regulated uh, provisions that are in the taxing the proper people to go ahead and do it. Because Unfortunately, you know, when you turn your money over to Wall Street to go ahead and manage, Wall Street doesn't really work for you. Wall Street works for Wall Street. So the thing is, right, whatever they say, right, your money is still going to be at risk. Okay, and you got to ask yourself, right, is the potential return worth the risk? If can I afford to go ahead and lose this? And the thing is, the answer is usually no, I can't. So we'll go ahead and put you into programs where you're not going to lose it. And matter of fact, we're going to try to go ahead and get you the safety of 
the number one cause of bankruptcy in this country. It's long-term care. It's chronic care. Okay. The average cost today for that is $300,000 or more for someone who needs it. And most people that I know don't have $300,000 in the bank. And uh, I guess this is a brief question. Yeah. What are different types of alternative investments? Just, just the name of this, not necessarily an explanation for each one. You know, how much sure. I mean, you know, alternative investments, you got your two main, you got real estate, you've got, you know, the stock market. Alternatives still would be, you know, cyber currencies, um, you know, putting it into, uh, you know, putting it into small business, um, putting it into artwork, putting it into NFTs, things like this. But all those things have their risks. Okay. And again, we think that people should get the safety aspect covered first. And then when you have all the things covered that you need to, and then you've got some discretionary, right, money, that's when you can really go into the true alternatives that are more speculative. Okay. We believe that everybody needs to have that really firm foundation first. Okay. Okay. Typically, the, what I think of alternative investments, yeah. 401k is pretty standard in the safe, well, common. Also, there's like opportunity uh, loans, you have stuff like bonds, you have uh, things that will give back interest over time, but it has like a wait period to wait for it to mature and then cash out and stuff like that. Yeah, so like, like CDs and bonds and, and things like this. Yeah, treasury notes. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I think, you know, sometimes those, I still think of those as pretty much mainstream because they've been around, you know, forever. Um, but yeah, not everybody thinks of them. But the, the problem with CDs are, yes, they're giving a higher rate of return, but they're still subject to losing money sometimes because of inflation. And if you got to break your CD, you're gonna right, and it's gonna really cut the reduction, um, you know, uh, of what you've, uh, the interest that you've been compounding and earning. So, um, if you're gonna do that, you still have to have enough money set aside that's liquid, okay, to handle any type of emergency that comes up. And remember, you know, the interest rate of, you know, it used just uh, six months ago and two years ago and whatever, you know, the banks were paying, you know, you're lucky if you get a half a percent from the bank. Okay. So things change over time. And what's true today and what's true six months from now may not be true a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. So locking yourself into those types of things uh could prove really costly down the road so if you're going to get yourself locked in for a higher rate um just make it a short term okay or stagger them so that um you know you can still pull money out because the maturity times are different um to take this to a closing what is your final thoughts on alternative investments in the finance sector? Well, the thing is that, you know, there's a reason why we're not taught about how money works. So the final thought is that um, 
it pays to go ahead and understand the concepts that you need in order to go ahead and have money work for you. And you can get that through our website, uh, you know, theworkingdead.us. We have a course called Money Matters Mastery. We've got programs that can go, like we said, into your business or your not or your faith-based organization or your school that can help you with these things. Um, but just remember, it's not a question of how much money you make. That's not the issue. The issue is how much do you get to keep? Okay. So we're going to go ahead and give you ways where you get to keep more of your money. And it doesn't matter if you make $15 an hour, $10 an hour, we can show you pathways for you to build money properly so that when it's time for you to pull money out or retire or, you know, give it to your kids for education, you'll have enough of it to go around. Yeah. And uh, my final thought about alternative investments, whatever you choose, do some research, see what the rate of return is for that particular investment. If it's a bond, you need to wait a certain amount of time to mature. CD, you also have to know how much tax is after you withdraw from it. 401k and uh, other ones are like safer options for you know, taxes not being exempt until you withdraw. So there's also methods like that to take a notice for. Also, overall, not everyone, you're not going to know everything. So go to an advisor to learn more because the finance sector is very specialized and does create huge amounts of working and research to know it. So the finance advisor will be able to help you to understand the complicated background of the finance sector. Now, personally, my uh, the only form of alternative investment I'm doing for myself is a 401k that's set up through my comp that company I work for. So that is my alternative investment for now, but that and can change. Mason, what I'm, what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to go ahead and do a complimentary financial needs analysis and do a comparison between your 401k and the programs that we utilize through the tax code, just like a 401k is through the tax code. So you can see projections of five, 10 years out, what the difference could be in terms of real money in your pocket. Because with your 401k, right, your money's at, with your 401k, when you go to pull it out in the future, right, you may get with a penalty and you're certainly going to get hit with taxes when you need the money the most. So the thing is, what they've told you and what you're actually going to get are going to be two different things. So yeah. we're going to show you, we'll show you a comparison, right? And then you'll be able to come back on the show and say, whoa, you look what I just learned. Okay. And, and really point up the differences to people because people only do what they know. Okay. And, you know, there's a lot more out there. Um, you know, that that ordinary people like you and I weren't privy to. OK, so we have the answers now to go ahead and really up people's game in terms of where they're going to end up, you know, in the future. And that's what it's about. All right. So this wraps up this particular episode of alternative investments in the finance sector. 
I thank Lyle Benjamin for being here to be able to address what it is, how to represent, how to be safe, how to go about from a tax code perspective, his mistakes in telling you how to be better. Uh, with that, you can go to find us where you find podcasts in you, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. We're also on www.mcmapodcast.com. We upload episodes and recent updates on each episode. And then the Patreon community has different tiers, and different tiers have different uh, ways to interact with the podcast and support us. Polls for the uh, cover ideas, episodes, guest appearance, sponsoring, and more. On that, in the NC Anime community at Blog NC Anime on Patreon. And uh, Lyle, where can they find you again on social media? They can find me through my LinkedIn profile, Lyle Benjamin, and then also through the workingdead.us and also my nonprofit, one of my nonprofit sites, plannedax.org. Plannedax.org. And we have also some animated video for The Working Dead that we'll be more than happy to share, as well as some other great things, right, for your audience. All right, guys. Thank you, and thank you for your time. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.